Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan. Huge emphasis, uh, Rose, on trying to get people into apprenticeships. We've spoken to people within the building trade, the hospitality sector, uh, electricians, the car trade, all over the last number of weeks and months. Um, But the survey is quite alarming. What did it show? It is. Uh, it showed. Well, firstly, we uh, we contacted our, our about three hundred and fifty um, apprentices contacted us, and ninety six percent of them felt that the government wasn't doing enough to help apprentices, uh, and a huge proportion of them as well. Eighty four percent said they had to cut down on essentials such as buying food and um, groceries and uh, and having the heating on. So there's two big things that came out of it, Alan. And one was in terms of apprentices struggling with the cost of living because of the low payments that they were on and the high expenses that they had to pay out for tools and for accommodation and for other things associated with their apprenticeships. Then the other one was in terms of the duration so they took on apprentices expecting them to be four years and now they're finding that they're going into five and six years. So that is keeping their um, their wages down as well in that, that it's taken them much longer to do. And a lot of them were making the point, which I think is really fair, is that if somebody was starting a college course, is starting a degree course, and you say, well, this is going to take you five years, and then through no fault of your own, um, they say, well, now it's actually going to take you five or six years. The unfairness of that and the unfairness of the way that apprentices seems to be treated, uh, apart from the overall uh, student population. Right. Were the results surprising? Well, they weren't in that we had been contacted, we were getting contacted by apprentices in the last number of months telling us their story, but we needed to just see was that just more than individuals. And I think what this report and these findings have told us, that it's 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 across the board. So we had quotes from people and people participating from all counties, really, in tell, telling us. So it's universal across the board yeah. in what they were telling us in how that they're struggling. And what they were saying as well is that... Yeah, absolutely. Apprentices are really good. They believe in the apprenticeship model, but we need to look after the people that are there. We absolutely need to get new people into apprentices, but we need to look after the people who are there. And they were saying even like, you know, the the accommodation allowance thing of 70 euro a week, they cannot get anywhere. And a lot of them have to travel one end of the country to the next to do their their off-the-job training. Yes. Um, And there's travel costs involved in that, and they get 32, 60 a week for that. But seventy euro for accommodation as well just doesn't meet the needs. You're not going to get anywhere for seventy euro. I got a, a few texts in earlier this week from concerned parents about uh, their children who were actually on apprentices uh, apprenticeships. And I mean, has it always been paid this poorly, Rose? Uh, and have they always been treated this way? Or is this something new? Or maybe is it something that has always been the case, but now is only getting attention? Well, they've almost been paid poorly, but I suppose because you have now the, the heightened cost of living and the extra costs, it's more noticeable. And, you know, before the pandemic, we had a situation where there was a backlog of people waiting for off-the-job training, but that has worsened since then. So we know now that, you know, 8,208, almost half of all craft apprentices don't even have a start date to access off-the-job training. So that's, things have escalated 
over the over the months and over the last two years and that's why I want the minister to really concentrate on what needs to be done for these apprentices because these are the apprentices as well who will, who will sell the apprenticeship model to the, the students who are doing their leave inserts now and to others yeah. we absolutely need them how are wet apprentices faring were the stats located from their different areas or was it just a general survey Oh no, they were all from different counties. So mm. even you know in the in the Wexford Waterford area and that as well. And I know we have discussed this with with Johnny Mike and several times in in apprentices that have contacted him mm. uh, around what they were experiencing as well. So it's across the board, and it's basic things. And like you know, one was saying you know that they they couldn't afford deodorant, they couldn't afford the basic toiletries that were needed mm. because things are so absolutely tight. And we have to remember as well that they pay a €2,000 fee as well. Now, we would abolish those college fees for apprentices, and why we would do that is because we desperately need them. We desperately need them for our housing targets, and we need them for the green transition commitments that we have made as well. So there's a real public benefit as well as the individual benefit to invest in in our our apprentices. I have to leave it for the moment, Rose. So my final question is, what would you do immediately if you had the the range of power to address this? Well, we'd cut the €2,000 for a start. That would cost £6.2 million. Um, we would also increase the allowances and the accommodation. Now, you might say, Alan, where do we get the money for that? Exactly, there's I was going to ask you. <laughs> yeah, there's a £1.1 billion reserve sitting in the National Training Fund, and that's unused. And that money needs to be freed up to be targeted uh, to that as well. Obviously, we need more locations so that um, um, apprentices don't have to cross the country to access the training. Yeah. So we need to build more more workshops. We need to engage teachers. We need to have a system that's going to serve us now and serve us into the future in terms of providing the trades that we need okay. to keep our economy going. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.